Hello and welcome to the World Resources Institute's Big Ideas Into Action podcast. I'm Nicholas Walton and in this podcast the focus is on the world's cities and how they're going to cope with the great environmental challenges of our time. We need new ways of building cities to learn faster, to find new solutions, to move beyond incremental change, to transformative change. This then is the focus of WRI's Prize for Cities and today we find out which groundbreaking project won and why. You look at these finalists, you think, wow, that is amazing. We should be doing that, or we could be doing it. The WRI Ross Centre Prize for Cities 2020 to 21, and an online ceremony to announce the winner. After all the build-up, decision time was fast approaching. Welcome to the WRI Ross Centre Prize for Cities Awards. Thank you for joining us. The whole idea of the Prize for Cities is that you look at these finalists, you think, wow, that is amazing. We should be doing that or we could be doing it. And that is the whole idea, the ethos behind the Prize for Cities. The prize is the premier global award celebrating and spotlighting transformative urban change. Here's the head of WRI's Cities program, Annie Dasgupta. Here at WRI Ross Centre, we work with dozens of partners in more than 100 cities around the world to shift the way cities are built, managed and experienced. We believe that integrated solutions can transform cities into thriving, resilient, low-carbon places that are good for people and the planet. But as the world urbanizes, it's clear we have a lot of work to do. We need new ways of building cities to learn faster, to find new solutions, to move beyond incremental change, to transformative change. That's why in 2018, we launched the Prize for Cities. The prize aims to identify the global leaders in urban transformation, to celebrate them, to amplify their lessons learned so others can follow. When we started the second cycle of the prize in February 2020, we of course had no idea that the COVID pandemic was just around the corner. Today, the impact of this global tragedy have come into focus. Urban inequality is starker than ever. It is clear we must be more committed to making our communities more equitable and sustainable in the long term. To truly make cities work for everyone, even in such disruptive times. We receive over 260 submissions from more than 50 countries for the cycle's theme, Inclusive Cities for a Changing Climate. Through a methodical process, we selected five outstanding finalists from four continents. Now, our independent jury of leading urban thinkers have chosen one to receive the $250,000 grand prize. Annie Dasgupta. Now, if you listen to our last podcast previewing the prize, you'll be familiar with what it's all about and who the five finalists are. Here's a brief reminder. In Monterrey, Mexico, it was about a university that was faced with drug violence, making the decision to stay in the city centre and work with nearby communities to regenerate the area. In Ahmedabad, India, it was about women being empowered to make their communities more resistant to the impacts of climate change. In Kibera, Kenya, it was about an informal settlement utilising waste ground to protect against floods and provide valuable community spaces. In London, in the United Kingdom, it was about protecting against pollution with a groundbreaking ultra-low emission zone. And in Rosario, Argentina, it was about converting unused ground to sustainable small-scale agriculture to safeguard against food insecurity. Here are some of the voices of those involved. We are aiming for a social transformation. Where the community is motivated to take actions themselves. To collaborate and effect change. 
and build up resilience over space that people can defend as their own. Let's work with our community, with our neighbors, where we can solve the common issues of our lives. We need to do this critically for our future and for the future of our children. If a woman is empowered, they bring about an intergenerational change. Mi sueño es que todos los espacios verdes que todavía está quedando se pueda hacer realidad y que se pueda cultivar. This work is transformational. This work is saving lives to ensure that everyone can thrive. So, five worthy finalists, but who is the winner? Here's Stephen Ross, the chairman of the prize jury. Now is my great privilege to announce the grand prize winner, which is Rosario, Argentina, the program for sustainable food production. So why did Rosario win? Here's Annie Dasgupta again, congratulating Pablo Javkin, the mayor of Rosario. The urban agriculture program stood out for many reasons. Its vision, innovation, benefits for the poor, and the ripple effects beyond the city. Beyond the climate benefits of converting urban land to agriculture, the program has created a culture of sustainability where people are not only conscious of what they eat, but where the food comes from, how it's made, and how the land itself is treated. Rosario demonstrates the power of responding to a crisis with a low-cost chain that has tangible impact on people's lives. By converting underused land and training people to grow food, the city took control of a crisis and laid the groundwork for the future. The program made the city greener and more livable. It offered climate benefits, flood protection, job creation, and of course, access to healthy local food. By bringing sustainability, resilience, and economic development together, Rosario achieved inclusive transformation for the whole city. What an inspiring example of what's possible. Muchísimas gracias de corazón de parte de todo Rosario por este premio. Pablo. Congratulations and the warmest congratulations for all of us uh, for this fantastic achievement by City of Rosario, by you and your team to win this very important prize. When you became a mayor, you had many poor poor projects, including this one, and now you've started a climate change project. Can you share with us, Pablo, what does this particular project, Urban Agriculture, means for City of Rosario? The paisaje de la ciudad se ha transformado. Pablo Javkin says that the city's landscape has been transformed by the project. Degraded soils have been revitalized into food production and families have worked the land, utilizing ancient knowledge and helping their neighbors. There's a crucial cooperative spirit in every single garden, he says. The city's now full of small markets selling produce. People have really had to think about how to use and protect the soil in the face of temperature changes and increased rainfall. They've worked on keeping it productive and able to absorb excess water. Pablo Javkin says that this is work with a human face, and he's seen what it's generated for the whole city of Rosario. Now, Anne Masson, WRI's lead on the prize for cities. If you listen to our podcast preview, you'll have heard her introduce all five finalists in a lot more detail. But here's an extra few thoughts from her on what she found surprising about organizing the prize. We started the prize to discover a certain kind of change that starts at the human scale. So with individuals and organizations that everyone can on some level identify with, with and that they are able 
to have an outsized impact. So I think one of the things probably that most surprised me about myself is that when we ran the prize for the first time and now again is how inspired I am by the individual change makers behind the finalist projects you know they're truly from around the world they're very global and from across the board of different people and organizations living and working in cities and I think it's by far the best thing about the prize it's those real deep stories of transformations how it's palpable how people's lives have changed in meaningful way, ways and what I get to do working on the prize is that I actually get to meet the people, the real inspiring people behind these changes. Um, people who are, you know, they're often sort of rebellious change makers. They challenge conventional wisdom. They're tireless and driven. They very have a very strong sense of justice and wanting to overcome deep-rooted patterns of exclusion in their own city. I find that extremely inspiring and I hope that through the prize we can share the sense of possibility that I feel when I'm in their presence. Sometimes I'm sure that research can be a bit dry, but it sounds as though you're you're really at the human end of things. Yeah, I mean, it just shows that whatever you research always has the human core, the human spirit contained with that when as researchers, we sometimes abstract from these personal experiences of transformation I'm trained as a researcher and that to be able to tell the stories of the people behind the transformations is one of the most rewarding things. Now, because it's a, it's a competition, there's a, there's a sense of tension there. Uh, obviously, you're on the inside, so you kind of know what's happening. But do you get a sense of that excitement of the tension building up? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that add to that. There's the fact that it's real money involved. This can be a very you know, life-changing investment for many organizations if they win this. Um, and we also have very inspiring jurors involved in, in making the decision who receives the grand prize. And they certainly add to, you know, some of the prestige and some of the excitement around when you have, you know, some star architects involved in making these calls. I think it definitely adds and ups the stakes a little bit. But, you know, fundamentally, when we put forward five finalists, they could all be winners. We only put forward um, finalists who, who could all take home the grand prize. And we're glad that in the end, the decision who gets the big cash purse is, is not in our hands, but is in the hands of an independent jury. We're still in the grip of the COVID pandemic and, you know, people can't travel fundamentally. Uh, once it's all over, would you ever, you know, would you be motivated to to go and see these projects that you've you've heard so much about, you've researched, you've spoken to the people involved? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We are building long-term relationships with our finalists. Um, I was lucky enough in the first cycle of the prize to travel to all the finalist locations. So to Dar es Salaam, to Medellin, to Durban, South Africa, Pune, India, Eskishir, um, in Turkey and meet the people behind the projects. And, you know, to this day, we have a great sort of highlights trailer, highlights reel from the first price cycle. And whenever I play that and I see their faces, I just remember just how special it was meeting them. And I, I sort of get goosebumps and I, I just feel deeply inspired to hopefully share the sense that anyone can be a change maker. That was Anne Masson. And now finally, a few words from the previous winner of the prize for cities. My name is Simon Kalolo. I represent an international organization called AMENT, 
which works across the world to prevent road traffic injuries. We have seen how important that prize has been to us on the ground in countries where we work, more than um, 10 African countries where we've been working so far, and with local governments, central government, members of the community and other stakeholders, we believe that receiving the prize was such a milestone and we, uh, we know that um, through that we have remained focused and I just want to take this opportunity to uh, congratulate all the finalists uh, this year and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Simon Kololo speaking on behalf of the previous winner of the WRI Ross Centre Prize for Cities and the impact that it's had on that project. That's the end of this special prize edition of the World Resources Institute Big Ideas Into Action podcast. If you're interested in what you've heard, go to prizeforcities.org or the Cities Programme part of WRI.org. That's where you can also find quite a few podcasts on cities-related issues, including road safety. I'm Nicholas Walton. Thanks for listening and goodbye.